0: Transmitting to you from Old Hearts Radio.
1: never forget, the Zoom lords are listening to you. (laughs) Uh, Holy shit, Uh, this is episode 15 of Local Yokels, uh, which means we had to do something a little bigger. I'm so glad to have Nick Flannery and Dusty Gill here recording this uh, wonderful, wonderful podcast. Boys, how's it been going?
2: It's been going pretty good. Thanks for having me back, and it's pretty cool to be here with Dusty, too. For
3: sure.
1: For sure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, oh man, I see uh, one of us dressed up for the occasion. I kind of I I slum, I'm slumming it. I'm I apologize. You know, <laughs> I just so, I, we had to get it. We had to talk about it on the pod. Man, that is wild. Yeah. And I believe in you with that power.
2: So I'm I'm very excited about this shirt. I only bought it like two days ago. Maybe it was yesterday. I don't even remember. And I plan to put some miles on this baby. Is my Hawaiian. <laughs> shirts with like Corona logos on it oh, I yeah, got the
1: yeah, hat yeah. to match the straw hat it's bright bold and beautiful man <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a I have I have like legitimately one Tommy Bahama shirt and I got it at goodwill <laughs> uh, it has this like really laid back collar I, w- I wish I could throw it I should I wish I could thrown a, it on now I, I think you' are like they, it has a really leisure like
2: suit <laughs> yeah yeah <It's, laughs>
1: It's, it's fucking crazy. It's like Dusty. You were talking about right before the podcast. You were talking about like throwing on a Hawaiian shirt for uh, like for you know a special occasion or some yeah. shit. Like I of like that's what this shirt is. It's like it's like you know you <laughs> want to go to the wedding. You want to show some shit yeah. hair though. Wear oh. this. Wear this bad boy. <laughs> it was
3: always the wedding you go as a kid with your parents. The dad wearing the cringiest Hawaiian shirt. Just. Just going for it, man. Put I mean, on a little Stetson, you know. Get you that know, clone it's like
2: <laughs> that shirt's tucked in too, but it's like billowy,
1: puffing out right above that belt line. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, you know, it has to have some give in case you know you get gassy <laughs> later in the evening. That's <laughs> you, you eat, eat too many hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. Oh, man, the finger food gets you, especially mm-hmm. in the Bahama.
2: <laughs> it's, it's the it's the dairy and that crab rangoon. It just it hits you hard <laughs> later.
1: Oh man, it gets it. The gut. I'm feeling it right now, just thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, so I have we we cannot go with uh recording a podcast without talking about uh, Jay Schmatter El Capitan. So now that I have two official members on like on here, this is something that like I've never we've never I've never established any sort of record of on Old Heart Radio, but it needs to be said.
3: Oh, can I say this? Yes, so, sir. Actually, not to be a downer or anything, but uh, yesterday was the one year anniversary of Josh passing away.
1: Oh, thank you for bringing it up. So
3: I'd be remiss. Hold on a second here. If I didn't play this, real, just as, we'll have a moment of Mantar here. Do it. <laughs> Do it.
1: Since we can't get DMCA'd for our own music. I can hear. <laughs> I can hear the chant in the background. M-T-A-R oh my god dude but seriously like I'm glad you brought it up Dusty because uh Josh was just such a fucking like amazing individual and a good inspiration for just sort of being like a, yeah, a, 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 I don't know one, just, just a I decent probably fucking wouldn't, human uh, being you know what I mean even have, you know, without him,
3: so.
2: yeah. he's one of those guys that like so, he was like so ordinary but also like larger than life Probably yeah. due to the Mantar myth.
1: <laughs> just for those, the the older brother, uh, elder among us, he was. Yeah, man. he was. Like I remember being drunk as hell at the estate and just like looking to Josh for wisdom so many times in the middle <laughs> of the fucking night. Probably, you what? know, probably when he didn't want to give it because that dude always had like a full time job <laughs> when he was living there. Yep. But like, you know, it was like it was. He was. Yeah,
2: he, he had was doing that, he or he was. He was just emptying and collecting bottles of
1: liquor. Hey, there it is, bro. dude. You know it,
0: You
1: you're ship your gold. <laughs> that name.
3: That name <laughs> there's a couple of lyrics that are not appropriate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could say that some of the lyrics. I mean, in I saw like it cancel for some the of those lyrics today. Yeah. Yeah, we probably would. They didn't age
3: well.
1: The, the no. line about beating
3: women are great.
1: But, you know, like, in the context of the actual story, it made sense. But that's the problem with the yeah. lyric, is that, like, is that you have... And the only way it would make sense is if you took the time to explain this, like, long-winded fictional story right before it. <laughs> <Let me laughs> which, get every, which I feel like Let me get you into did. the... <laughs> we did it was, was it
3: was a chase matter <laughs> cannon you know yeah.
1: yeah dude it it was it was right in there with magic rock dragon feet how to fill the <laughs> wolf slayer like all that shit like it's just it's Serpent there man the serpent king
2: oh man the serpent king is hands down just my favorite character still because he, ex- <laughs> he just exists in the voice of goldar from power rangers
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you, know what,
0: uh, <laughs>
3: you go on youtube and you look up jay schmouter there's that performance at the talent show oh
1: my god it is jared bad. you had that
3: that like that old-timey doctor mask on yeah yeah flipped around when you did the serpent king voice
1: (laughs) you flip back around (laughs) (laughs) it's like a backwards baseball cap (laughs) thematically basically worked out perfectly yeah (laughs) oh man yeah dude that was was like that that was that was a fun uh a fun show that that one Mm -hmm. but oh my god dude like we did so much stupid shit with that (laughs) man it was ridiculous (laughs) Like, Jay Schmatter El Capitan started with, like, me, oh, Dusty, and, I- and Rex <laughs> playing, you guys playing acoustic guitars, and me making up bullshit lyrics alongside it. <laughs> yeah, like a
3: hour and a half before the show, Yeah, I, I think somebody signed us up for, we're just in Troy's parents' bedroom, jamming out on <laughs> acoustic guitars. We <laughs> came up with, like, two, two songs real quick, and then we covered a section of Boss.
1: <laughs> which is just so fitting. Like, of course, yeah. uh, of course, it was just like, okay, fuck it. Uh, we we we've all been going hard on pick a destiny. <laughs> yeah, it was right a good to, year for that. It was a, a movie, movie. right out.
3: after that. So yeah. Yeah. it was November uh, 2006, mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah, which was right when that movie came
2: out. Yeah, I remember we waited in line for that movie for like eight hours, <laughs> yeah. and we were the only people in the theater.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were all like, <laughs> yeah. Um, there were the, the like was 10 confused. people in our crew. <laughs> well me and David had tried to make that like we were just like we had started camping out for like X-Men and, and shit. You guys I think we had a big crew that camped out Spider-Man for Spider-Man like,
2: 3. Yeah. There was another one for Indiana sleeping Jones on, too.
1: Sleeping on the street in Wenatchee <laughs> for Spider-Man 3 was 100% worth it.
3: <laughs> we did it for uh, the the second uh Pirates movie, which That's what it was. I regret. I didn't sleep at all, and I fell asleep during the movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The ultimate fucking self-burn, like, all right, I'm too tired to even watch this now. (laughs) (laughs) Because it it kind of, it sucked. I was like, oh my god, this movie blows. (laughs) (laughs) That's how, I mean, that's how I felt about Spider-Man 3, though, dude. Like, I remember, like, in certain moments just being like, whoa. Like, my jaw just falling open, being like, this is this is it this this is what i got (laughs) (laughs) that that Um, movie feels like a fever dream that movie is fucking weird man i'm yeah i'm 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 excited about the idea i'm excited about the idea that this new spider-man shit is potentially going to include like certain villains from those movies like there's this heavy rumor going around that willem dafoe is going to appear as the green goblin in the next spider-man movie so you saw (laughs) that jk simmons
2: is back right yeah as as jameson yeah i i i absolutely lost my shit in the theater when he came on screen because i didn't think they were gonna do it
1: no neither did i dude i thought that uh, was epic i think that was was the first first domino for the
3: multiverse there
1: yeah yeah i think they were trying to like test the waters and do like a character that people would recognize and want to see but also like could be just like a could just be a cameo you know I, I mean, there's, I'm going to watch J.K.
2: Simmons in just about yeah. anything I mean,
1: there's no one else <laughs> sure. that can play that role besides him No, so. no, he, no, he's perfect And that was the thing about some of those uh, Raimi movies Like, they just, they hit some really good notes Like, I think Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin is fucking perfect I think J.K. Simmons is fucking perfect Alfred Molina is uh, Doc, yeah, Doc Ock too Oh man sad, dude. And that's the other Super one, man good. Doc apparently, like, confirmed for sure Like, Doc Ock, Alfred Molina is in, like, the Spider-Man Yeah, he spoiled that for everyone <laughs> Oh, right. that he's, son of a bitch yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I kept thinking I was like, he probably doesn't know what he's doing when he said that or whatever. But like, <laughs> I don't know. They nailed the casting
3: of Thomas Hayden Church as the Sandman. So yes, the Sandman, oh, man. <laughs> his best role since the Raiden.
2: Uh, excuse me, his best role <laughs> since George of the Jungle.
1: <laughs> wait He was George of the Jungle?
2: No, he was the he was the other character, yeah, the okay. the spurned okay. rich city man. You're right. I was like, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't no. Brendan Fraser. Brendan
1: Fraser was George of the Jungle. <laughs>
2: Yeah, got pay respects, man.
3: <laughs> hey, he's gonna make a—he's making a comeback.
2: He, he better reaction. be making a comeback, man.
3: I saw—he's uh, supposed to be in the new um, Steven Soderbergh movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, he's supposed to be like pretty basically. like like one of the main like characters in that movie. Yeah, I, mean, I saw um, a trailer this
3: week. with pretty legit. Pretty big ensemble cast.
1: Yeah, I really credit his like comeback to Doom, Doom Patrol, man. Like, I think yeah. it helped him get kind of back into. Uh, acting in a certain way, but let him be kind of low key. Because I think he purposely kind of removed himself uh, from sort of active acting. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what Mike
3: Myers did too. He like he, he had, he had a really nasty and...
2: string of luck for a while too. Like. <laughs> There's there's rumors that he was like blacklisted from like the Screen Actors Guild because he actually accused someone of sexual assault on him. Yeah. And then he also like his when his wife left him, like there was supposedly some massive amount of alimony that he was forced to pay. And on top of not being able to get jobs like these are these are all the rumors yeah about Brendan Fraser because I care about Brendan Fraser.
1: You came here to listen to us talk but you didn't know we were going to talk about Brendan Fraser
2: rumors. <laughs> I, 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 no, I didn't know true. we were going to talk about this either but I'm no, I'm excited that. about it. I love Brendan uh, Fraser.
1: Same <laughs> though, dude dude. I re, like okay. I, his uh Rick O'Connell from the fucking Mummy movies yes. was so <laughs> cool, man. Like I thought he was He was so fucking He was
3: cool. so huge back then. Dude, have you yeah, seen yeah. him on the uh Red carpet there.
2: Oh. oh, that's a look. Oh,
3: wow. And then Frazier.
2: Well, he's he, looking he, a lot is, better than he's, he's looked he, in the past, though. I got a hand
3: it to I don't, him. I don't know how long ago that was. But <laughs> he's
2: The cowboy hat's the, a question.
1: A for a Garth Brooks <laughs> biopic. <laughs>
2: God, if they do that, I'm gonna be first in line to see it. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, I'm, I'm there. Garth Brooks. Call up all my friends in low places. We're would gonna he go see that play shit. also be
1: Garth Brooks's alter ego? That would be the question. Oh, Chris, Chris Gaines. To, I,
3: I, I, rumor has it Chris Gaines is
1: gonna make comeback. <laughs> you heard it here, motherfucker. <laughs> Chris Gaines break, break. is your number one back. source for Chris you, Gaines news. Whatever you take away from this fucking pond, <laughs> Chris Gaines. Gaines is coming back I like it man I think I think I think old Heart Radio needs to throw their weight behind that. they ninety-six <laughs> Instagram followers behind that. Yeah. Let's start a Chris Gaines comeback movement. There wouldn't be the goth scene without Chris Gaines. Everybody knows I mean, this. That is the most unqualified
2: and untrue statement. Yeah,
3: that's where scene kids
1: came from. <laughs> that's where scene kids came
2: from. Yep. That's that's where it started. It was Chris I, Gaines.
3: I never saw any scene kids at the Grange before Chris Gaines. So, <laughs> so
1: there's your there's your evidence. You no, know, I can't God. argue that. I don't have these nice. I don't have anything to, <laughs> to to argue that with so okay. I, I'm gonna have to say you're right. <laughs> the math checks out. <laughs> yeah. Science man. Science. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Grange though man, okay so what was like what was like the first major band that you guys remember like I, I like playing at the Grange from from sort of like your guys' crew. You know, like there's the Dix Boys, mm. like you guys, there's Rex, there's all of the, you, know, everybody there. Probably the Blakes. Blakes played.
2: Maybe that like DEK was one of the first big ones that I saw. Uh, yeah. They were I mean they were big D-E-K, in clubs. They but... kept,
1: they kept coming back around to play with DFR, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. They were, they were like a punk band. They're
1: of remember they had sort of like a uh they had a look like the right it was sort of or maybe I'm yeah, they, yeah they yeah each would
3: wear like a colored
1: different color like full oh my like God.
3: shirt and pants they were so one the, like the waldos before this is just gonna yeah. i was just gonna mention the
2: technicolored waldos and i just yeah. want to say that troy returning as the white waldo was my idea that i ripped off from power rangers
3: was <laughs> he the green waldo
1: before no
2: caleb caleb was the green waldo
1: caleb was the green waldo but but yeah i mean all hail like that was that was a really good return <laughs>
2: Oh Hollywood Vines returns. Hollywood
1: Vines. Red, the Reddit boards yeah, were uh, on fire. Oh my god, dude! That shit was wild. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Like, I remember mostly like DFR. I remember going ham about DFR. Like, it was so much fun to just fucking like, l- like cut some energy while they while they played. Like, because it was just it, I don't know, it was fun music to listen to at the time. Yeah, but they yeah they were like they kind of. I remember distinctly like the, the Blakes played a couple of times and they were both sets with DFR and then DK, I remember playing a good handful of times at the Grange. Uh, there was
3: Caddisfly was in there.
1: Yeah.
2: Human Abstract played there once too. <laughs> I missed that show. I was pretty mad about that one.
3: Yeah. I didn't see Hello Goodbye either when they played there. Or was it Say Anything? So I, I think both of them were playing there. both but... of them played
1: through Wenatchee before, yeah.
3: Like there, was like
2: a, like... Where... there was a rumor. I remember. I remember Ryan Johnson telling us this at Umpa Palooza one year because it was supposed to take place right after Umpa Palooza, like the local festival show. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: and oh he, he told us that we had that he that he had like on the line he was in talks with because that was at the exact same time that Dragon Force was on tour with Horse the Band
3: oh yeah I wow, he remember he that. trying remember. to
2: get like Dragon Force and Horse the Band to come play the show but they wanted like three grand just to get him to arrive just
3: to roll through there yeah, I mean,
2: we're a bunch of teenagers in Wenatchee. We're not going to pull up $3,000 just to get Dragon Force to come to a show where <laughs> no one's going to see them.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just like you and your friends watching Dragon Force play, which would be cool. I, I, I would have loved it. But as, yeah. as you pointed out, a bunch of fucking teens trying to slap together a show. They don't really have three grand lying around. <laughs> no, wasn't it like the same? Didn't Schmader play a show in Spokane? J. Schmader, El Capitan. We yeah, the Hawk. Cre- yeah. yeah, and that was like that was like a night that Dragon Force was playing in Spokane. Also, yeah, Dragon yeah.
3: Force was playing at the arena, and we were yeah. playing at some shitty house that was converted into a theater bar. <laughs> yeah, and, and
1: they they told.
3: The knob,
1: So I,
2: I think they were at the, the Knitting Factory.
1: Oh, it was Knitting Factory. Yeah. So they are still playing downtown.
2: Man. Yeah, they, it was, it was right there. They
1: stole our crowd, man. They stole <laughs> our crowd, dude. Okay, crowd no. <laughs> I just
2: want to point out the the business practices of that venue was to have us sell tickets to our friends in that order was, for us uh, to even be able to play,
0: <laughs> so happen- they,
2: tra- they, they charged us Studio money to play.
0: 7, <laughs>
2: They that did that at Studio
3: 7. I think we yeah. ended up making 10 bucks at that creed knob.
2: So we didn't cover gas.
3: <laughs> well, because they yeah, that, the, the one guy wanted us to keep playing because the other bands were super late. That's where, right. We played like every song we had.
2: I'm also pretty sure we were playing in like the middle of the day, like 4 p.m. or something
3: no, like that. No, it was just we got there and it was still light out because it was spring. Yeah. So we ended up playing like at 6 though. And by the okay. time we were done, it was kind of that twilighty look. And he was like, uh well the other people aren't here yet, so keep putting.
2: Did we even have other songs? I don't I don't remember that show hardly at all.
3: Uh we had decent lineup.
1: Yeah, I mean it was definitely like knowing is half the battle. you know, yeah, I mean we played our whole set and imagine, like, like uh Yeah. Yeah, I remember I remember vaguely. I also remember going to Fitz's apartment after that. Yeah. So There's a deba- <laughs> deba- debauchery
3: that went
1: down there. I yeah,
3: walk around half the night without pants
1: on, <laughs> yeah. spilling, spilling stuff on my pants. Their secu- are <laughs> didn't want to risk spilling stuff on my pants. <laughs> their, 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 I remember their security guard that uh, they kept calling Batman every time he came up. They were like, oh, oh, yeah. "Batman's here!" <laughs> 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 they were like oh, insulting man. him to his face. <laughs> God,
2: Jesus. There, I remember there was like some point where there was just some like middle aged dude there too, like arm wrestling people. <laughs>
3: that's what i aspire for now wanna, <laughs> just to be that guy i want to scope out parties and go arm wrestle kids it's
2: like a bunch of like teenagers and like 20 something like young 20s kids and then like one like one person's dad there, like drunkenly arm wrestling
3: people
1: and, uh, sometimes you just gotta show up and show force i guess you know? <laughs> over the top <laughs> yeah you a big a over the top the man top dude just got housed while watching over the top and then just like went out in the apartment complex trying to find an arm wrestle. Party. There's like fucking 64 people crammed in here. Let's just get one of them to arm wrestle me. Who wants to come? Who wants to come on now? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, it's been a hot minute since I've arm wrestled, admittedly, but you know. I think I still got some boobs personally. but I'd
2: say avoid it. It's probably one of the easier ways to get tennis elbow. Oh, dang. (laughs) Speaking from experience here.
1: These are facts. If you need, you can look it up, or you can trust this trusted source right here. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Gaines is coming back. Don't arm wrestle because you'll get fucking tennis elbow.
2: (laughs) When when Chris Gaines comes back, we're all getting those haircuts again. Oh, my gosh down the side happen. of the face.
1: Here's the real question. Do you think who would win in an arm wrestling match? Chris Gaines or oh my god, Garth Brooks.
2: I'm blinking on his name there. For
1: Probably Garth. <laughs> Probably Garth.
0: All
2: right, so this is a tough one. He's country
3: strong. He's yeah, so yeah, Garth, <laughs> Garth Brooks is
2: depth. He's got that like farm strength, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some dad strength to go with it. But Other Chris Gaines, he's trackers. got some edge. And he, Chris, his, he his name is Gaines, so you know he's got to be like working out. Which
1: one? So do you, which one do you think knows the over-the-top move?
2: I'd have to hand that one to Garth.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'd give it to Garth in that department mm-hmm. too. I don't think Chris Gaines. I think Chris Gaines knows about the movie, but he's probably been thought he's too cool to watch it. It's too mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Stallone. Yeah, I don't care. I only watch Bruce Willis movies. <laughs> I only watch Wes Anderson films. I only watch Wes Anderson films. I don't watch Sylvester Stallone movies. I watch Wes Anderson. <laughs> yeah, they fall they fall in a very similar category, man. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh man. Damn,
1: dude. Okay, so The Grange Days in terms of music in Wenatchee man. That that was like the that was like the it 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 was the shit, dude. It was like the time to see bands there like right afterwards though uh, what would you guys say was like the, kind of like the first man that you guys remember formulating or whatever the first music project sort of like you know on the tail end of those Grange days because I feel like there was like a lot of projects that started popping up because there wasn't uh, anywhere to play uh, Yeah, it <laughs> was, exactly
2: so we. Were, it you, was really hard to track the acts that were happening at, at that time I think like Mothra was one of those
1: Mothra, that came out Mothra of those was days Mothra fucking sick those guys are yeah. kind of like dickish a bit but like
2: they were. <laughs> I, was, I was. I lent the. I lent one of their guitars, my guitar, one time. That you know, I paid for with my paper route money when I was fourteen. <laughs> I was absolutely terrified the entire set, watching him like pseudo thrash around with my semi hollow body Washburn, which I still have.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, well that, that was the thing. I remember them being like they were an awesome act, man. they were an awesome like oh, they yeah. really like had some like killer songs, but yeah, they uh they were they were a cashmere band, man. Cashmere the cashmere bands all kind of like
2: it's those cashmere folks. Turn out just, they're, they're outside them. the valley. They're not like they're, they're not out. part of us.
1: <laughs> they're, not, they're, they're outsiders. outsiders. <laughs> they're not of <with> us. <laughs>
2: Yeah, from the wrong side of the river.
1: Don't even get me started on Leavenworth kids.
3: You. Uh, <laughs> <ew.
1: laughs> I might as well be from Bellingham. <laughs> what about them Dryden folk? You know, like you ever met somebody from Dryden? <laughs>
2: yeah, there was like a there's like a middle aged dude that I went to church with at the time when I was going to church, and he lived in Dryden. Mm-hmm. He was a nice guy.
1: Drove in from drove in from Dryden
2: that's about all I have to say about that guy
1: <laughs> and that's Sorry. all I have to say about that <laughs> uh, okay but okay so yeah I want to try and I want to try I want to try and get some sort of timeline on this so like so like let's say DFR uh, was happening like how long did they play do you guys remember like when they kind of stopped like playing yeah so games together they-
2: they, they basically stopped being a band right at the beginning of high school and that's because we had all started kind of branching off into different I was not a part of this band but like all of us as a friend group because the friend group basically was DFR and associates
3: associates <laughs> and associates Associates <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean in a way though that's one of the things I loved about like when, uh, I kind of cr- I don't mean to group you guys all together but like I'm when I say group you know I'm talking about like you and Rex and like Caleb and Oh, you know, yeah. Like I said, the Dick's Boys and all that. But when you guys, like, that, that's what I mean, though. You you guys kind of had associates, you know? There's always seemed to be some sort of, like, rotating cast of uh, m- musical people doing something or other.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll Serenus have- and the Hemorrhoids was born in the shadows of DFR.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: that was done out of spite by Joey. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Because Joey was always a kitchen Nazi where he'd stay at his house, and uh, he'd get pissed off at Elliot, and like, uh, we're gonna fill, for, like form our own band, and Elliot, Elliot, you're not allowed to be in it.
1: <laughs> I believe that's where it's spurned from that, oh, God. And, and that band was Sirens of the Hamra. <laughs> <laughs> What a great revenge (laughs) man. He would
3: refuse to let Elliot eat anything in his house. But but would let us go in the kitchen and make stuff. Just absolutely freak out. hilarious.
2: Joey Joey was very protective of his food. It was it was the opposite of the the frozen food in in Rex's shop, which was just (laughs) Freeze that will.
3: he <laughs> was encouraged. Caleb could eat like a
2: gallon of ice cream out of that freezer in a night, and it would just be gone, and no, no questions would be asked. There would just be another gallon of ice cream in the freezer the next night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was always the biggest mystery to me, man. I was like, dang, dude, like they just like they they just keep this shit stocked. <laughs> they had to. They had to know we were just getting high and munching, munching. Yeah, man. I mean. mean there's definitely a point where. Oh, cool! What is upgraded? It's okay. Somehow, somehow we've been upgraded. To so unlimited don't have minutes. A time limit today. All right. Oh, thank you, Zoom Lords. <laughs> <laughs> free Lord. Friday. I've I've re- I've refused to to like do any sort of monetary exchange with Zoom. I've been holding out. No, I'm, just, I'm just not gonna do it. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to. That's like on SoundCloud,
3: to. when you get so many tracks on SoundCloud, you just yeah. make another SoundCloud, <laughs> slightly change the name.
1: I should have done that with Old Heart, man. When I, when I had, Jesus, dude, I had like almost 300 podcasts on SoundCloud. Jesus. And yeah, it was nuts because when I started doing Old Heart Radio, when Jeremiah like got me into the idea, uh, like the idea was like we're gonna do something every day. Yeah. And and so like for me that was like coffee and contemplation. I try and wake my drunk ass up and like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At the time, Wet I, was, rain. I, I would say I was in the middle of a binge. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it, it, we, like, I'd wake up and like try and do coffee and contemplation in the morning. And then we have this other show that I'm eventually really hoping to bring back called You Snooze, You News. And that, <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was the idea was that we would do like an a.m. and a p.m. version of that. and so like you know like it got to be where uh we tried to do them together for a bit uh and then we would do like i would do the am jeremiah would do the pm or something like that you know uh but yeah anyway so there was like 300 some fucking podcasts on SoundCloud, jesus and and i was like okay i gotta move this to a more accessible network because like soundcloud it only gets you so far. Like every time I tell yeah, somebody I mean, about the pod, they're like, oh, you have to get on, you have to like have SoundCloud and get on and there. And I'm like, create a profile on SoundCloud. Yeah but I'm also no, just like yeah. it's just like doing it on Spotify but for some. Reason, everybody has got Spotify you know yeah. it just seems more ubiquitous but. it's been like oh yeah
3: man go to Pure Volume and check us out like, who the <laughs> fuck is Pure Volume
2: hey Pure Volume is where you can discover such great acts as the original Seranus and the Hemorrhoids recordings <laughs> also mm. I think the parody band Taking Back Uranus oh
3: yeah. my god
2: <laughs> with such hit songs as Cute Without the Turtle
3: Cute yeah
1: that was that song I remember that <laughs> What was That's the inspiration where... behind that? Do you guys remember?
2: No, that wasn't ours. That was someone else some that we
3: just
1: discovered. Oh, oh this Oh, We had no idea who that, that, that was. You
3: just search anus <laughs> on
1: there. Yeah. Hop <laughs> on pure volume and search for some anus. Uh, there was like...
3: Uh, there was one band called like the Harlequin Fetus Dumpster or something like that. Oh my <laughs> god, dude. Death metal band.
1: I remember... Yeah, I remember... It's where like, discovered anal cunt kind of as well, but... Definitely. Yeah, that's that is say, that where we discovered that. Some of them. Uh, do you is pure volume still a thing? Is it still yeah. in existence? Is, really? is it like? Wow. Is it? I don't know if like anyone. The MySpace you, of streaming services. I,
2: I, was I think so. There. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if anyone uses it here. I'm. I'm gonna look it up while I'm. I'm sitting here. <laughs> do
1: it, do it. It's just out there in the ether now. <laughs> <laughs> like I think about that sometimes, like uh, things like uh, the the. The MySpace pages, I think that like the Waldo's has a MySpace page somewhere, you know, floating around there. There's like the the Schmouter one.
3: Schmouter one's still there. It's very hard to like, because I think they quit updating stuff, so a lot of browsers won't work on there. Yeah. So it's like almost like a cached version of it.
1: Yeah, I tried to like check it out. Like, fairly recently and i it was like i was having trouble accessing yeah. it
3: that's why i ripped those photos off of but oh man it volume man, i was so happy
1: with that, that you did that i never i don't know if i've ever thanked you for doing that <laughs> and putting them up, by the way like yeah like it's uh i also i also recently learned about another one and i told i told uh our, you know i told our mutual friend Fitz about it and like this lover what was it sickness lover no (laughs) oh my god dude is that floating around somewhere i wish oh god i wish i wish no he was just he was inquiring about the nine eight eight zero two crew a while ago and i was like i was like i have it all on an ipod that i don't know how to get it off of but i put it all on soundcloud yeah under, I, under coins i i uh, yeah i showed i told david about it he was just like over the fucking moon about it He was like oh my god there
3: <laughs> i was actually looking at that today and i was looking listening like the views or what the user listens and on that one i had like basically all of our shit we recorded throughout the years and rex is somewhat like a sieve (laughs) there was a (laughs) the one song that had the most plays out of anything between 992 crew cowboys and indians schmouter there's a couple calvin tracks, and there was uh, the Nick is Gay song. God damn it. <laughs> 350 <laughs> listens. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Somebody's sitting there just listening that over and I over. I just repeat. choked on air. <laughs> but, like The next closest one was 50. Like, 350? What the fuck? That is fucking uh, wild.
1: There's, what is...
2: there's not even any lyrics on that. Somewhat like a sieve was an experimental like digital project that Rex made on like <laughs> like Uh, Windows music, like MIDI programming or something. It was all just like, yeah, it was all just like shitty default MIDI sounds. Like, like the things that you'd get on a Yamaha practice keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) And he just made this super complex, just garbage. I and was shocked when I songs. saw
3: 350 yeah. that plays because that that's the top track I have right now <laughs> that was so funny, that so funny. <laughs> just keep going there and there's like a billion plays when like, what
2: the fuck well, <laughs> the <laughs> Nick is <laughs> gay has gone viral
3: there it is <laughs> somewhat like a sieve
2: man uh, I don't even uh, know what a sieve is <laughs> it's like a, like a colander it's a <laughs> use it to strain stuff <laughs> I don't I don't know where that name came from or why he named his his solo progressive electronic project somewhat like a sieve hey. which hey. he then proceeded to make three songs or fewer I'm not sure and then yeah. completely abandoned that project the, There's a the parameters board. of his own genius
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah man he's like Oliver Tree up in here I'm gonna put out this one EP and I'm out I'm, I'm done <laughs>
1: Oh my God. Oh, okay, dude. so, so we have we have DFR. We have direct kind of kind of, kind of directly stemming from DFR's activity. We have uh, the Revenge Band, Serenus and the Hemorrhoids. I don't know if it's yeah. gonna be a full Revenge-ish band, Serenus <laughs> and the Hemroids. Spike Band. Hemorrhoids. <laughs> band. It's more, uh, yeah. What would you say? Where where was the next kind of like project there for you? Um, the the three the three Fs I think was the next one or was it Steel
3: Armadillos? One of the
2: Steel, Steel Armadillos came really soon next and that was intended to be a serious band for I think some of some of our group who had just started picking up instruments alongside the like the original so like I think Jameson and Jones Rudy. and Rudy Box. Yeah, Rudy yeah, was on Rudy vocals. He was up. like the perfect like picture perfect hardcore kid vocalist with like the <laughs> the flat cap and everything.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then it was the fire, the famine, the... Fl- was it, like, fire, flame, and the flood or yeah, something like that?
1: that's what the three Fs was. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is the three Fs, man? I'm blanking on that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I-, I remember seeing, like, a, there's, like, a photo... From like a steel armadillo show at like the junior high or something like that. that I yeah, that
3: seeing. junior high talent show. That was the same night. as McGavin and the Juju Bees played. Uh,
1: yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. So
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was so... the Fitz incarnation. <laughs> <laughs> they Fitz had graduated already, or he was a senior at that point. The
1: Juju Bees. But... Okay, so what? What? Yeah what was happening with that project then at that time so we have so, so steel armadillo <laughs> just... is an operation with some of the crew there's and then uh, like clearly hats mcgavin and the juju bees or are...
3: <laughs> yeah cuz serenus was supposed to play that and i don't know what happened we decided we're just going to do noise core <laughs> and call it hats mcgavin the juju bees for that show i don't know maybe matt wasn't available to sing or something like that or <laughs> Because it was basically Serenus and then David on vocals just screaming. Yes.
1: So like an early version of the Wack Arnold's kind of.
3: Yeah. yeah. It was the first like noise core thing we'd done. Okay. Because
1: we were in ninth grade at but, that time. But, but it was hilarious. Hats, Hats McGavin, is that like, is, is that kind of, that's an ongoing, is that an ongoing Nick thing though? uh like nick d it's not me who's had no that uh, has to i was had you dusty okay yeah okay Okay. had McGavin
3: was the alter ego of serenus
1: oh okay (laughs) this is why i'm glad we're doing this because because like there's legitimately so much fun lore that's like was somehow created around all of this stuff that it's like
3: (laughs) yeah i mean this was just like eighth and ninth ninth grade just
1: bullshitting just buffoonery and, right? but he just happened to be making like really fun fucking music in the middle of it god I, 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 you, I still you, I stand could, like, say uh
3: I was like Shooter McGavin is kind of where I got it from <laughs> and then I was like yeah
1: the <laughs> name Hats would be funny Hats so I called him Hats McGavin that's right <laughs> no, that's right. Mm-hmm. And Nick, uh, you're y'all uh, like you were Rafford McGonson, correct? Rafford, Rafford Raff- McGonson, yeah. That's Rafford McGonson
2: kind of, yeah. was a singer-songwriter solo project born out of the mind of an eighth-grade person. <laughs> 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 and eventually, I didn't want to come up with another funny name, so I just used that when I joined Serenus. Fair enough. Okay. Because I wasn't. I don't think I've ever been an original member of one of these bands. I just keep getting recruited to play <laughs> guitar. <laughs> that's what happened with Serenus uh, (laughs)
1: yeah okay so so when when has there been a crossover between Hats McGavin and and Rafford McGonson?
3: um not not officially one because there was there was one other single that Rafford McGonson put out called Anita Yonko and uh that was actually after that that's where Cowboys and Indians spurred off from okay. Was because so, there was a there was a rap part in there, which Zach Street had a rap part. It, that song had like six different genres in it.
2: <laughs> no transitions between any of them,
1: okay. which would become something that like was sort of adopted in some of the Schmouder stuff we used. Yeah, we started. There's a,
3: a jazz swing part. There was. <laughs> a breakdown there was a rap part
2: it's like a like a do-up acapella part yeah
3: it a definitely acapella, <laughs> that's how it started out <laughs> yonko 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's on it's on my soundcloud uh, there, Damn, there
1: are coins and then okay. there's a rapper McGa- uh, mcaf mm. section so was rafford operational sort of in that same like well, did, nick like did that local, song like on like, his own Sir- Sir Anus, uh,
2: yeah I can't remember. I can't remember the exact things surrounding for the like surrounding all of it. But Rafford McGonson existed entirely just in Elliot's basement.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, did like this acoustic song to start out with. And I grabbed like, an
2: acoustic. Yeah, and I, I grabbed an acoustic guitar and started playing some just real bullshit, and then started making up lyrics, and then I think. Every single thing was was written within about five to ten minutes before recording it, and it shows.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some of that bleeds through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: okay. So because that's what after that that's what spawned us. Because Elliot got this really nice keyboard, yeah. and where he yeah, would make thing. beats on it, and that's where it's from. Right. All right. We can make fucking raps and then, like him, <laughs> him, him and uh, him and David and. Zach Street started Cowboys and Indians. After
2: that, mm-hmm. Df- DFR was still a band, like actively playing shows at this time too. Okay. So this was That's like right. maybe we were maybe we were in ninth grade by DfR, the peak of all of this. Yeah,
1: DFR was probably the more, most serious act. At, uh, I think it might have been the oh, most yeah. serious like, act in terms of like trying to pursue <laughs> like shows and stuff like that, and like.
3: Yeah.
1: Right. I remember a DFR show at the skate park. Uh, oh when, yeah. When actually... It was a skate
3: skate tournament.
1: Skate that yes. Revolution
3: was putting on. Yeah. The Skateboarding tournament. competition.
1: Okay. So they yeah. So they were they were kind of like uh, operational, and then like all these things sort of bleed. It sounds like they were just sort of bleeding out of a lot of that activity, and one of them yeah. part, sort of like it seems like one, uh, you know, like. Uh, somebody in associates would start doing dicking around with some music <laughs> and then like you know that would kind of yeah. energize like something else and then that would energize something else and kind of spread throughout mm-hmm. I don't know I think yeah, so, cool. it's like so, so when cow Calpher- Dicking around in Elliot's basement. <laughs> oh yeah you, you,
2: you put like 12 teenagers in a basement with like Cubase and a bunch of instruments some bullshit's gonna happen on that Yeah. on that gnaw. <laughs>
1: that's true man I mean I'm like that that basement uh there was a, when we when we were recording the first schmouter album that was like i don't know there was like an a, 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 an energy to the to the basement itself and that was just kind of like you could, you know there's like it's just fun music and shit like that going on down there all the yeah. time. yeah like, so. just a hangout spot yeah it was cool uh so let's see so you have all these going on what would you say is kind of like, what? what's the next thing that sort of like bleeds, bleeds or branches off? Uh, we have, uh, you it's guys mentioned the grade was. You guys, what would, yeah. the triple F's do they, how long did they, do they do anything? I can't even. I don't remember. know, it wasn't was that part that, of that one. I don't I think was like Jameson that, was in there. Yeah. That was Jameson. That wasn't,
3: that wasn't me either. I think Rex was in there rex can always get drug into paying the drums yeah fair enough if he, if he wasn't playing bass yep
2: <laughs> he's really good at both so he's he so. can fill in on either of those
1: yeah fair uh okay well so there's that stuff so eventually it culminates in uh let's say a rap era uh.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that, that era was like
3: end of end of ninth grade for us so 2006 or maybe halfway through that summer, <laughs> we just churned out those those tracks real quick with David.
1: Yeah, well, he was yeah. kind of the
3: driving force
1: behind wanting to do them. Yeah, <laughs> David is yeah.
2: also the only one who had anything resembling flow.
1: <laughs> Yeah, did. Aaron I mean,
2: Fox Oh Aaron Fox was pretty good Aaron right. Fox was
1: the Smoothest criminal On any of those tracks But I definitely yeah. Was choppy as There's one track I can't <laughs> remember which one It was Five or nine love Where I'm not Like I don't hit time Like a single Fucking Bar <laughs> <laughs> like, I was Five or nine, nine and love I was like, And I was like Oh my god dude Me, Like what have I done To this <laughs>
2: You're doing Freeform Freestyle poetry That's what yeah. you're doing yeah.
3: That yeah. song started With a shitty Answering machine
1: <laughs> Dude it's so loud Like It's <laughs> (laughs) It's shrill in your ears. You're just like, oh my god. Yo, it's the 509 love DJ (laughs) Finzelitz. But that's the thing. Like David's intros are so fucking funny. Yo,
3: what up? This is the 9.
1: Yo, what up, ladies? This is the 509 902 crew. I mean, like like they were just. It was just so fucking ridiculous. Uh, Yeah, I, I, I definitely. That was an era. That that I yeah it, feel, it was definitely brief, but that bled into like that almost bled. In, I feel like it bled into Schmouter pretty quickly after the like in terms of like our project. But what happened in between that? But, like, yeah, do I, don't remember, I don't I know. I feel what like we were doing after that.
2: I I we remember there being a lull kind of because that that was like right when the Grange
3: closed too.
1: Yeah, that was a huge a huge bust for.
3: Yeah, DFR had so. one more one more show at this start of our 06 school year it was the last Green show mm. and i'm pretty sure dfr played their dk
1: mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah that sounds right because I remember, yeah, dude, I just, yeah, that was such a bust when they, when they, the Grange stopped hosting shows. It just kind of created this, like, weird lull in activity. There's nowhere to play. Yeah. So it just kind of killed play. everything. There's yeah.
2: nowhere to play. I mean, there was nothing to do. Like, all those kids who would otherwise have just been, like, sitting in their parents' basements were out and about doing things and socializing and creating things. And then, you know, they shot the Grange in the back of the head with a revolver and all those kids just went back to their basements. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, and that, that was... Sure. Like, we
2: just went back to Elliot's
3: basement.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's I mean, like-
3: there was other places, but I think by then they were dead to, like, the Flash Disco.
1: Yeah, the Flash um,
3: Disco. And- Centennial Park is, like, there's, like, a two-month window where people would play there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. Like the, I, I remember, the, like, the local, like, s- sort of park venues that were available. Uh they weren't like the most accessible.
3: Yeah, I think we played there on 420
1: that one year. Yeah, yeah, oh, the, yeah. I, I think we did. There's a few handful of times I, I remember playing there for sure mm-hmm. that were just kind of. I think Aaron played changes. guitar with
3: us in that show. It there was, was like one, one of the first few times we went full electric, yeah. and I think Aaron, Aaron might have played that show. And then Nick joined something like that. Maybe
2: I remember cause... there was one Centennial Park show where Rudy like Rudy didn't show up. Steel Armadillo, so they're like, Nick, you can do inward <laughs> screaming. Like, and they're like, I I, but I was like, ah, I don't know the lyrics. And Rex was like, I'm pretty sure he didn't write any lyrics, <laughs> <laughs> he's just up there screaming. So I was like, All right, I'll do it. so yeah. I, I just did inward screams <laughs> in front of a bunch of people for no reason.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, Yeah, everybody was used to it by that point. What can Mm -hmm. I say, Nick? I know that feeling. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking wing it. (laughs) Nobody's gonna be able to tell either way. Uh, I remember. I mean, this is like later down the road in the timeline here, but I remember there's a whack Arnold show where David forgot, or somehow the keyboard stand got got missed, and so (laughs) so so, so chaos. Caleb like came <laughs> up in the crowd no. and like became the keyboard stand. <laughs> that
3: was the press room theater, the Green Knave show, wasn't it?
1: No, no, no. That was, that was, that was, that was a different show. That was, that was, uh, the press room theater, if I'm correct. That was like the Halloween,
3: the Haunted House, you know, the Haunted the House green, show, the, right? The, the Green Knave and the Jacket came. Unplugged us.
1: Yes. Oh that's Scott. That's Scott's name was. Yep. Yep. Oh Scott Wees.
3: Um, yeah, the whack Arnold man. Oh no, the the, the, the knave w- and the green jacket.
1: That's oh, what Scott called them. <laughs> Scott always had a flourish with words, you know. <laughs> fucking it's very knee. eloquent. He's <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, like, no uh, always been called a knave since the seventeen hundreds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like I think he also led off with like insulting the guy by like telling him to fall down a well or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> deep, deep well. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, the Wagons was a whole different beast. We'll have to get David on a podcast together with us.
3: Yeah, I think to- when he was using Caleb as his keyboard stand, he... <laughs> David did a thing where he would try to kickflip the keyboard. He did. the keyboard.
1: I and he did the, it on Kayla's back. I have that yeah, dude, I felt. I, I, I have this vivid image of him doing that because I just remember looking over just Ollie the time. just the him, like, air with like, the keyboard flipping it down and just like watching it come down on Kayla. I'm like, oh. Hard as fuck, man. God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a whole different beast. The Wack Arnold's, that stemmed... Wow, God, that, that happened. So I I, I want to say Schmouter happened... The first Schmouter stuff started happening probably before that, right?
2: No, yeah. because Wack Arnold's played at the Grange, and Schmouter didn't exist until after oh, the Grange. Oh, no, you
1: Oh, my God, dude, you're so right. Because Nick
2: Jackson was in the original uh, Wack Arnold's, and he had a shit, gigantic, dude. like, horn-sized... Dreadlock wig,
1: dude. he (laughs) Jackson, deep cuts, dude. I I can't. I remember that one. You're right. You're right. No, you're right. Technically, the whack Arnold started because me, me, Fitz, and Nick Jackson were like, we. I don't even know how Nick Jackson got involved. Like he, I I think (laughs) he was just there. He hung out
3: with us because he hung out with Calvin and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. he was dating Kessler at the time. I think.
1: So, so we we got up there, and the intention was to do nothing but noise, as well as a cover of Magic Carpet Ride by Stephen. <laughs> Wolf.
2: That was that was the funniest part. That was the, the best thing because you guys do like three like quote songs unquote of just garbage noise. And I this is my I think this is even my first time at the Grange too. So this is my first time even encountering, like, a lot of you guys. This is so I just see this bullshit happening up on stage, having no <laughs> idea where this dude in the dreadlocks came from. <laughs> Not knowing that that was a wig and that it was Nick Jackson. <laughs> like, and. I and then and then just right out of nowhere, it was like song number three or four or something. You guys were playing for unnecessarily long, we probably trying to fill trying time, to fill set, time for. <laughs> like, I, if I had to guess, you guys were just sent up there to kill time because a band didn't show up.
1: Pretty much, there's some sort of like time shuffle that had to happen. Or yeah, and like it kind of fell downwind, and we like I remember I think me and Fitz in particular were like. Let's do something.
2: <laughs> and just he gets on the mic and he's like, All right, here's a song you guys know and love. Or, he's like leading into it too. He's like, All right, this one's Magic Carpet Ride. Let's do it, guys. And then it's just more noise. <laughs>
0: so
2: Not even sad. an attempt to play Magic Carpet Ride by Stefan Wolf, just calling it out as if you were going to do that and then playing more garbage noise. Hey, to
1: it's be fair, I think, I think David tried to yell a few of those lyrics. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It was it was like, was like that moment from Arrested Development with like the dead bird in a bag. <laughs> and it, just, I don't know what I expected.
1: <laughs> you know, like the reason why we tried to do that song was because me and David were obsessed with this movie called Star Kid. And it was, I remember that. Was it was It was so such a stupid funny movie. It's about this like alien like yeah, it's like a suit the kid gets yeah yeah
3: and yeah he gets like, that like super suit oh I remember that it's like a Symbian's you know the it, it, it way, like has right? this like
1: it, really weird inward face that talks to him when he's in the suit yeah
2: <laughs> there's I remember that scene where he has to pee it's like a whole ordeal just getting like the crotch flap to yeah. just, like swing open oh, yeah. I remember that movie
1: yeah oh that, man uh, I gotta watch that, it again There's that, that, that song plays in that movie and I think we just like thought it was so fucking funny that we were just like that was like the song that David pulled out of his ass to like say was like it was a cover, and I was just like, let's do it.
3: <laughs> Such a random song
1: to pick. The way you described that, Nick, was like, that's that's that would probably be like the first official, like, that's probably the whack attack, man like that's where it's like the bait and switch like we tell you we're gonna do something yep. and we just immediately <laughs> stop and like later on that would be had to become a thing with the whack arnolds i remember where it was like people stopped letting us play shows or they wouldn't let it like put us on bills and so we would like say we we're like schmouter or say we we're like try to get away with saying we we're dfr or something like that and like <laughs> you know and you'd show up
3: and set up john <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you'd, we'd get all set up and then it'd be like that'd be like the one of the first things we'd do is like you know we like we're the whack arnolds, you know like, <laughs> <laughs> like to this day to this day i would still fucking do the whack arnold show because to the, it would be more funny now like, it would be so much fun.
2: After what, like a 15 year break from the last one?
1: Just because like, the
2: Whack Arnolds finally return from whatever they were doing in space, you know, according what? to Whack Arnold lore. Like, yeah. you're
3: at uh, <laughs> fucking Omi Gardens, and they're like, who's this band? It's gonna
1: be for us. He's out there oh. yelling, yelling Coke Dorn into the wilderness. Yeah. Coke Dorn! <laughs> <laughs> push your teeth, flush your teeth, flush your teeth, teeth. Oh my god. That was it. The, the, the band was driven by a, a philosophy. And that philosophy was we had to have something we pitched. And we pitched dental hygiene.
2: <laughs> That's right. You guys, David would just like go on tangents talking about like,
1: like brushing your teeth and flossing every day.
0: When
2: oh you think of
1: something, just talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, you know, like the whack Arnolds directly stemmed or. You know that like led into like a couple of other weird things, like the Click Clack Crew, which was around for a very small, small moment in time. Yeah. Uh, snaps taking back Sparta. Taking back.
3: Taking Sparta. back Sparta
2: was a good one. I think yeah. that one could yeah. have been like a more like actual project that could have gained some traction if I. I so I'm. I've always said this, and I still stand by this. But if, like, we were a really talented group of teenagers, and if we'd had even like a shred of focus, <laughs> like even the tiniest amount of focus, we could have actually done something with that. I, and instead,
3: know, I do agree.
2: <laughs> instead, we She's, did we did that.
3: That's like that one day we are in music exploration class, and we'd always fuck around all week. Oh yeah, and uh, then Mr. Smith busts in there. Just sweaty, Have <laughs> wipe forehead. Three hundred fifty <laughs> pound man, just sweaty. You could see his blood pressure. Like he's <laughs> busted through after yelling at his drum class that he had going at the same time and just freaked out and there's "So much
1: town you're just in here wasted in here so that time it,
3: he,
2: the, the thing is, it, is if he had bust into that room at any other time he would have been absolutely right because we were just fucking off in that class but at that <laughs> moment I was trying to play the piano on the song <laughs> and I'm trash at piano so he thought we were just in here fucking around
1: <laughs> <laughs> you right down that reminds me of uh,
2: i never touched the keys again yeah.
1: <laughs> i have a phobia now that just for some reason that reminds me of uh H. John Benjamin came out with this album a uh, oh couple God, years ago yes. that's like, like I don't know how to play jazz or whatever, but, or I can't remember the name of the album exactly, but it, it's like, it's basically the, that's the premise of it, is that like he's as this backing jazz band and he tries to play jazz piano along with them and he just fucks up the entire time <laughs> and like, you can hear him sometimes in the takes going like, oh shit <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's so fucking good though, it's I it definitely really good uh, look, it's on uh, his, Spotify.
2: his his backing band was was also so good that at points you could almost convince yourself that it was like a real jazz trio playing, until then like H John Benjamin starts just like fuddling like little bits of notes like yeah like exactly. seventeen wrong ones in a row yeah. <laughs> like it's too many wrong notes even for jazz even
1: <laughs> <laughs> for jazz that was uh, one I, that was one nobody ever popped out with any sort of like jazz jazz group. Uh... You know, group. Yeah,
2: I think Yanko is uh, the yeah. closest we got.
1: Yanko is the closest. Just
3: swing jazz part. Mm-hmm. Dang it.
2: Jazz is. Yeah, I, it was, I can still barely comprehend
1: jazz. So I don't. I don't think I would have been able to do it back then. Anyways. No, you just have to. You just have to open yourself up, man, and let jazz comprehend you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> jazz becomes you once it accepts you. Then you are jazz. <laughs> <laughs> it's the spirit of jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm infected with the spirit of jazz. Oh my god! Yeah. So, but that that was the thing. I mean, that was uh, one of the things I did like about uh, our like our group that that eventually developed. You know, Jay Schmatter, El Capitan, was that um, at the time I was like out of everybody in this like crew that like you you know and you guys you guys had obviously were. You know a little more deeply connected i feel like uh me and fitz kind of popped in uh like tail end of his high school i think and yeah because um, of tetanus. yeah yeah that's right, that's right. <laughs> uh oh Schmatter, when when schmouders started like i was i would say probably the least oh like musically aware of, out of everybody like <laughs> you know at that point i uh, i definitely had like you know you know some musical experience, but but uh, the way I grew up, like I didn't have like any fucking like albums at home. Like I didn't, I barely like got any musical exposure. So you guys all had like these like classic rock references and like all this shit you know back backing you and like to me i was just like oh my god dude like these yeah. guys all fucking know what they're doing like <laughs> and then and then we just dick off i was the, like, raised the on afternoon. steve miller band so. <laughs> yeah well that's what i mean like I, I mean like you know like in the in the garage basically like you know there's that table you know that rex's dad had with all those like old ticket stubs and shit like that you know like mm-hmm. uh yeah and you know, stuff like that always, you know, like I said, it just uh, it was it was interesting because even at such a young age for for you guys, like like so much influence was just there, and like yeah, you, I don't know, it was it was looking back on it, it was wild to see like how that kind of stuff popped up in some of the music that, that was getting made, and just like all matched mashed with like this, you know teenage sort of like jackassery sort of energy which was which is like such a back in the
3: day when you could just you could say whatever the hell you wanted back then and you know and we just i mean you said some of the worst things
0: yeah
1: you can yeah, think definitely. of but i i definitely yeah well and that's what i mean like it's you know maybe not necessarily like i mean that that's one aspect i guess like but, like, yeah, it was just being okay. jackass teenagers. Yeah, it was just, you know, like doing it because it was one, something to do, something to do, some some way to, like, you know, use energy and just, like, have fun. And two, like, it, was, yeah, like, mean, it wasn't necessarily we, we were the, the group most of, serious of pursuits. It was like, it was like, cool. If this, like, if we keep, if this, if shows keep happening, cool. If we keep doing things, cool. It's all just about, like, sort of hanging out, playing, just looking. you know, whatever. It was an extracurricular.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean,
3: Done. yeah i mean we were i guess we had the the
1: shitty like oh
3: yeah we're gonna go prank shit and be those teenagers but at least we had the outlet yeah but let's make this definitely, l- let's definitely make some definitely. you know parody shit and yeah. we had like we were lucky enough to have like the equipment the technology
1: just to do it so exactly man and that that was Especially with yeah. elliot and rex having recording shit so yeah 100 percent. like that was the thing that enabled a lot of it was was the fact that like they had access to some some gear man mm-hmm. uh yeah because like that was the thing like uh, another thing like you know when you think about music in that kind of time in the in the wenatchee valley uh it was just like it was so hard to get that out anywhere in comparison to like how you can do things today where yeah. you know like pretty like things are just like you know like things are really accessible these days back then even with like the internet and stuff and how it was it was like i don't know like reaching outside of the valley just seemed like such a fucking impossible feat at times that even just recording like, shit like
3: yeah. We used we used a microphone, like a Microsoft microphone in a basement. You know. Yeah. But now we can do was, it on my fucking iPhone and fucking
1: you know, build something that
3: sounds right? way better.
1: That's what I mean, man. It's 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 wild and I I mean I'm very thankful for that progression, uh you know, as somebody who likes to create shit. But like uh yeah, I just think about that and it was just like, you know, the the remarkable amount of work that like that kind of grouping of, of, you know, people and friends like did and p- managed to pull off recording or otherwise, it's just kind of like an impressive feat yeah. growing up, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's pretty fucking cool. But you know, by the time we got around to things like Schmouter, it was like, like I said, it was like, for me, it was like, you know, that was a pretty decent interview. Like, well, that was like a decent introduction to getting into like music for me because it was... It was just fun. It was, it was fun. You're like, how the about. hell
3: did these...
1: And we had, like, <laughs> legit setup, you know? Hmm. Yeah, dude, like, Rex's garage seemed like a, a fucking, like, haven to me. It was just like... <laughs> it, was it was just great. like, wow, dude, there's, like, a drum set in here. There's, like, shit to play on, like... You know... And couches. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, the, the setup was... The setup was legit. Uh, but, yeah, it was... I don't know. It was fun, man. Like, the first... And uh, you know, like Schmouter evolved pretty quickly in that in that whole thing, right? Because it started out with the with you know acoustics and vocals, and it be, and by the time we were recording Tales from the Vines establishment, we were doing like, yeah. you know we had added full like a full
3: band yeah, yeah
2: full on I don't band. remember what the catalyst for that was because I remember Troy was still the original drummer yeah and Rex was on bass I don't remember why it became a full band thing as opposed to a it's like just still the, remaining as a three piece acoustic. I, don't know, I
3: remember for that 420 show, we wanted to do a full electric. Okay. And that's why Aaron played with us. And then after that, like, well, we can convert all this shit to, you know, electric. Because yeah. remember Mantar riding it by the pool at Filippo's.
1: Yeah, dude. Um,
3: in the backyard on acoustic guitars. And that was like sp- the spring of that, of 2007.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember, um, Writing "Dinner Rolls and Threes Company Two at Kenroy, basically. Yeah. Called, like,
2: not a fan of that one. <laughs> <laughs> that There's
3: a fun. passion of the i writing that on a acoustic guitar. Yeah. I still,
2: I still think that's one of our all time greats. Fuel
1: by, <laughs> by Magic is is another one that we did on an acoustic, and that one, that one's also. Heavy.
3: Yeah, that was the first two songs we wrote, and then it was. Be, we'll, we'll play that middle section of Diesel Boss,
1: <laughs>
3: which eventually—I mean—if you think about Diesel Boss, eventually, spurt, you know, created to be continued.
1: Yeah, but pretty pretty much. I mean, yeah, that was that was like the undeniable rock, rock battle, exactly. Wow. And that became kind of like this uh, element in in later sh- later songs as well. <laughs> I mean, like to like absolute like baffling degrees. Like I think. God dude what what song was it? Uh on Metal De Niro, there a... was, like the Rise it was either the ri- no it was the Fall of Hats McGavin, The
3: Rise and the Fall. The Rise and yeah, the Fall the is the same song. But uh But it's it's, it's broken, broken up on a live album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's
1: There's there's just uh there's like a handful of different characters presented and at one point Big Show is is the dies in that song. <laughs> <laughs> the wrestler Big Show dies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I never yeah. actually knew the words to that song. Yeah. And now oh, I feel man. like I really need like a lyric sheet for it. I had no idea Big Show was a character in Schmouter lore. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And then it goes right into a solo, right? Yes, yeah, like, exactly. Big Show show. Exactly. The, the and then it, then it kicks into the solo. In, you know, oh, the the yeah. you were that saying? Big, big oh my god. Soul. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> You know, uh, we're all mystified by that. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. I don't know it's like Scott Weiss, well, the song Scott Weiss was. Oh, good. yeah. The, uh, you know, semi-biographical, uh, semi biographical. <laughs> 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 semi- <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's the true story of Scott yeah, Weiss. <laughs> that
1: was the, the true story. The voice, man, when I was listening to that recently, the voice I did for that. Like,
3: hi, neck. everybody. Oh, so good. <laughs> can i touch your
1: breast can i do it anyways i think that's what he said yeah scott weiss is a terrible person no, i mean i don't mean that as like actual scott weasley no. the, the character the character in the schmouterverse scott weasley yeah and uh, canon he's a yeah. bad man but who knows
3: this the Limmy version that's it <laughs> Like he's like Jekyll and Hyde, basically. <laughs> no, that
2: was an inner demon, and no, he isn't heathen.
1: <laughs> because oh, that's what you chose to rhyme there. <laughs> yeah, you know, you just sometimes you just have to go for it, I guess. Uh, yeah, man, the, the the Tales from the Vines establishment was was such a wild album, but, but the you know, I'd say like like the probably three. Most defining tracks on there are Mantar, Knowing Is Half the Battle, set by G.I. Joe, and To Be Continued.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, I don't know. Uh,
3: to Be Continued was a, a rockin' song. To Be Continued
1: is a fucking dope it was song. This one of the so. better ones I made.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and that's what I mean, like, that kind of led, like, you know, be- because of, like, the, the influence from some of those, like, Tenacious D songs, To Be Continued started or was, was made. And then that led into, you know, the whatever the hell we were doing, like things like metal, De- the track metal De Niro on metal De Niro yeah. where there was like, you know, yeah. there, the, the, the whole stone cold thing. intro
3: this is damn <laughs>
1: dude. to this day. I love it. Man. Binary like, breakdown. The binary breakdown was epic. All of our intros but, are
2: really good. True. We did the waking the cadaver intro for a while. This is true. I can't even remember the name of the actual song. I don't either. There was uh, there's another one that we're forgetting here, and it's Bukaki Sunrise.
1: Oh. What is that? It's
2: it's the one where like we all had like acoustic instruments and I was playing like a banjo. Bukaki sunrise. We're making vaguely eastern sounds on all of these instruments, and then we just (laughs) then we just play the show.
1: And then we just start the set. (laughs) Bukaki sunrise uh <laughs> yeah we had intros down man We yeah.
2: <laughs> that was the, probably the most impressive parts of our set that and our uh our hawthorne heights cover
1: oh that was yeah epic. i that watched covers.
3: that i watched
1: that dvd
3: last year last oh, summer with, with jeremiah and everybody at yeah. the at the nest yeah we watched the schmatter live at the community center the st valentine's massacre show
1: yeah dude how where's that how, who has that dvd how, i've got a copy a, you guys all have i've got a copy? copy too yeah jim made a copy for like everybody
3: i oh think god my god it was their recording randomly. <laughs> yeah, yeah dusty
2: well. you and i watched that on uh i think it was like right around the my birthday a couple of years back yeah I sat down on my couch got just probably blasted and watched that <laughs>
3: i think so yeah I reminisced
2: yeah, yeah
3: uh, that's, that's what I did last year with, like, you know, Jeremiah Steele and all of those guys. It's just kind of bullshit about that show in general. Yeah. yeah.
1: That, that show was fucking fun, man. Uh, mm-hmm. There yeah, were so the many nuts. people there,
3: too. That was insane. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was like, the nuts thing, man. But that's the thing. Like, once, like, if you, you know, create, like, the, I don't know. There was always the, the potential for shows like that, you know, around. It's just never, mm-hmm. a lot of times it was kiboshed. Yeah. Was really hard to get together. Zach just did a really good job of organizing those shows. He so. did. Yeah, he did. Did you, I mean, like, I think, uh, Nick, you and I talked about it fairly recently, the, the show that got shut down. So, yeah. yeah did, did you guys that know from... that that was Kayla long being was... Jeremiah's wife? yeah he told was me about it? that last year yeah jeremiah's ex-wife oh my god it was it his was ex-wife her. yeah that she, yeah that she was drinking was... in the parking lot yeah like i found that out years down the road and i was like the fuck <laughs> like what kind? i'm of still th- mad about that
2: <laughs> Dude, i i sometimes forget how small that town is oh yeah <laughs> and that's that's just another reason yeah you never, to keep that in mind
1: yeah uh yeah. but yeah that that yeah, Zach did a really good job putting those shows together. I can't remember. Did we play the Christmas in the Underworld trilogy at that at that set, or was that some other time? Because I know we. No, played live so we really had
3: we, we had
2: the we Christmas in the Underworld trilogy ready to go, but we couldn't and play it Hawthorne, because I the just... show got shut down right before we played.
3: That's right. And yeah, it was a Christmas. We were supposed a... to play, and then we got <laughs> skipped over. You remember that? Yep. Because we, our shit got locked in that room.
0: Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> so right. we
3: were supposed to play. And then Waiting for Daryl had their like reunion show and played, because they were going to play as the last band after us. So they went before us and were like, oh, we'll get get the door open, we'll play last.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's right, dude, that's fucking right. Like that was so frustrating, man. (laughs) Waiting for Daryl, Jesus, you're like, those guys, those guys were like, yeah, they were kind of their band was petering out when and I started kind of getting involved around the music scene. Mm-hmm. And then you are that as a frame of reference. Team. They yeah, I mean they were popular around the valley. Like they definitely like they had that well, they- sort of punk rock uh, following around the valley.
2: They were on some kind of like label. It was like it was like a small time release, uh, like compilation album. They wound up being, they had three songs, or no, they they were supposed to, it was a big drama. They were supposed to have three songs on this CD, and I will never remember what it was actually supposed to be, but they had one of their tracks cut because they were also on the same album as Story of the Year, and Story of the Year wanted another track. <laughs> so waiting for Daryl being bottom of the to- like totem pole there got one of their tracks ganked by Story of the Year. Damn
1: <laughs> They got axe. Yeah, I, I remember, they were kind I remember of something like, like that. They, I remember they're kind of involved with like fueled by ramen, or they were yeah like supposedly supposed to be involved with that record label. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it was like it was- that. Like every now and then, like a band would somehow like. You know, some band would play like the Ernie Ball stage at, at the Warped Tour stop at the Gorge. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and like that would, that would energize the rest of the musicians around town to be like, see, like things can can happen with the band. You, like, you know, like like and that yes, was just enough. Yeah, yeah, and that was like uh, I don't know. I felt like that was just kind of like a weird mentality with some groups, but I don't know. Like, I remember at times being sort of focused on like let's try to make it uh you know make it like get some like you know momentum going and shit like that uh but like again like i you know looking back on it it just felt so isolating being just like stuck in the valley at times because like you know the closest place it's an isolating place yeah it just it just felt like it at at times because it was just harder to get like a easy accessible communication out there you know myspace was mm-hmm. was popping off mm-hmm. but it was like My, myspace, My, MySpace yeah, was, was huge for us was, too
2: was, that was, was that was crazy helpful just for like getting yeah. to know other acts getting our music out there for sure marketing
1: yeah well exactly and like you know that like now that there's such like a plethora of that kind of stuff these days it's, it's almost like you know you forget how uh, crucial that became you know because before that basically like the, like the most popular thing or most the way you could get most, the most people at your shows is like going to the high school or going to the wherever. Handing out like flyers. That. Yeah just handing out flyers and putting them on everybody's fucking car and just like hoping that like everybody should, you know that you all <laughs> the flyers you paid <laughs> for pay off a little bit like those little shitty
3: 4 by 6 flyers I remember those <laughs> yeah dude. Like,
2: so poorly copied you could barely even tell what was on the flyer yeah exactly, I remember bitch. those
1: yeah, because you'd always—I mean, like, like you were saying earlier—that it's like you know a bunch of fucking kids in the valley. We don't—we're all working on a very thin budget for the most part. <laughs> Allowance. Yeah, exactly.
2: Hey, I had—I had McDonald's money at one point. There you go. Man. Oh I had, yeah. that whack, I had that whack Arnold's money. The golden arch <laughs> I smelled like French fries.
1: <laughs> Dude, the actual song—I'm blanking on the name of the actual song that they parody in that skit. But uh, it, it popped on at my work the other day and it's like all I could think of was like immediately like the leanest burger in the world can be the meanest burger in the world if you cook it that way. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Wasn't
3: their motto like have it your way or something like that?
1: Well, I think that's Burger King's motto. Is uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's what thing. Yeah. I'm loving
3: it was the McDonald's one. Yeah,
1: I'm loving it. Uh, McDonald's tried to, like, you know, take... I think. You gotta have a slogan. Yeah, you gotta have... You gotta slogan have- and a song. <laughs> well, there's, I was just watching this other thing. It was, like, uh, this video on YouTube that was talking about like like McDonald's at night or whatever and it was like this thing in like I think the late 80s or early 90s where they tried to make like make, like getting McDonald's at night like really hip or popular and it was just like some weird like Taco like, Bell's fourth, fourth meal kind of like except less <laughs> Remember exciting fourth, meal? Fucking fourth meal fourth <laughs> meal like the amount of times I got a drunken fourth meal was, I, I like, yeah because oh it was the only place that was open yeah exactly yeah. exactly.
3: But
2: dude. They had the, the, the open late eat great slogan too. Taco Bell was just always killing it on the slogans. They were. And their <laughs> marketing, they marketing like they knew who their target audience was, and they still do. Yeah. And it works so well for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Taco yeah. Bell Taco Bell knew what they were doing in the valley uh, I remember like, you know, people would fucking hang in the JC's penny parking lot, like right outside mm-hmm. of Taco Bell, like all, all fucking or all as much yeah. as they could. You know, people mm. would roll up I with a there and just like hang out, like yeah. it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a modern day Footloose town. You know, it was like <laughs> yeah.
3: At the you East mean, one, well, you one. out
1: at Kenroy.
3: No, the the Wenatchee one, but. Yeah,
2: oh, the Applebee's. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, people would do that, but I mean, that was the thing, though. I remember, yeah, hanging out nights at Kenroy, man. Those are fucking those. Those could be fun, though. Like that was a thing. Like chilling, yeah, chilling in the Safeway parking
2: lot. You know, Safeway parking lot. I remember those.
1: Uh, do you guys remember uh, a few times, maybe a couple times, uh, grabbing? can't remember who was all involved in this but every now and then uh me and you know dusty you were probably involved in it i think i don't know if you were involved in it or not. but we grabbed like an old treadmill or something like that off the side of the road and <laughs> <Treadmill>? <laughs> do you know where i'm going with this so no, a think... maybe it was fit was it man. me and fitz got into some weird shit uh we definitely a David thing. And we would, I would get like, I would put like on like a ridiculous outfit, like some short shorts and shit like that. And then we'd drag it. I'd drag it out into like Safeway and like pull it out in front of Safeway and like just hop on it. And I would just like start like exercising on it or something like that. And like the idea was that I'd go out there and I'd pretend to be like uh, exercising for charity. Right, like like, yeah, I'm running for charity, and it'd just be like this broken down treadmill that has like no power, and like like, uh, I kicked out of Safeway for doing that, and I remember going to going to Costco. And like dragging it all the way up to the front of Costco, and then somebody come down and be like, "No, man, you gotta get out of here. You can't be here." And I was like, "What? Dude, oh, this fucking ch- guy again? It's for charity. It's for charity." And then distinctly going like, "We don't even let the Girl Scouts sell cookies here,
3: man. man. It's like <laughs> you're, fucking, you're like you're fucking don't don't any little out
1: there. That's <laughs> your <it>, fucking they... <laughs> gazelle. <I> mean, exactly, <laughs> fucking man. gazelle. Exactly.
0: Ooh, Which, that was, was that was
1: like, a fucking elliptical." <laughs> like there was a couple of different pieces of equipment that i did it with like uh, and yeah dude it, i mean i can't remember who's involved like i said it must have been Fitz and me and a couple because it was it took an effort yeah, I to have, like, grab it and haul it and move it i have Get no in memory of that right? okay well then, then i just aired that yeah, story for <laughs> the hot dogs. <laughs> <For
2: someone.
1: laughs> it's a good
2: story. It sounds like something we got up to. I just I wasn't there for it. Yeah, there's I, I feel yeah, what, like I would remember that one.
1: And that that's what I mean. Like that that was some like small town jackassery. Like because, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> That's like right up there, was just yeah, like it driving is. really fast down the orchard roads.
2: <laughs> I mean we I, I do want to say yeah, we were hitting, very inspired, inspired by jackass crew oh, the jackass creep. 509 jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh the 509 jump. is that 509
1: jump? <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Yeah, they did shit the 509
3: back roads.
1: <laughs> yeah, the back roads. Everything was everything became 509 with 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 Phipps. Like I it was like 509 this, 509 that <laughs> I fucking loved it, dude. It was, it was yeah. so funny back then. We was out. always about
3: getting cut. And,
1: <laughs> um, yeah, we Wasn't that, that like a thing
2: he would say, like getting that cut?
1: Yeah, we would say yeah. it all the time. Me and him, me and him would say dumb shit cut that being, all the time. Cut uh, being a female anatomy. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> back, I, back I, then, back then I guarantee. I was you an you innocent not, teenager. I didn't get that. <laughs> I guarantee you, we did not. Oh, no, Saying it, well, none, none of People us got it. cut. People hearing it from us were probably just like, oh, oh yeah, fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah, oh, that man. was that was the shit, man. That was, uh, yeah. Aside from aside from playing music, it was just jackass shit like that. After a while, like, <laughs>
2: hey, there was comic book club. That's when there I was, first met you.
1: There was comic book club. That. That turned into a bit of an authoritarian regime.
2: <laughs> there, there was one crucifixion, at least. Lashings.
1: Listen. listen, listen lashings. <laughs> My God, the <laughs> lashings. These are things that nobody's heard in, the, in like the same sentence. Like you're talking about Comic Book Club, and it immediately jumps to crucifixion and lashings. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: that happens when
1: you read manga.
3: <laughs> oh, that
1: man. was the thing. I like goes all into this. I mean, it sounds so bad if you say it. It's under the it's under the premise of of establishing the the purity of the comic book,
3: no <laughs> manga.
2: <laughs> the thing is, is like the one he read to 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 be deserving of of the punishment that we doled out to him was Death Note, like <laughs> beloved worldwide, critically yeah. acclaimed, made into several movies and anime adaptations. Caleb yeah. read it, so we. We hurt him. So
0: so we hurt him.
1: (laughs) That was... Oh, man. That was the thing. Caleb recently reached out to me, dude. I was like, I'm going to do a podcast with him, too, coming up. Yes. Uh, (laughs) And, like, I... Yeah. I mean I, we, I think you need to hash it. some things out. I've got <laughs> about this exact like, topic. At some point, I've gotta let him whip me on this like, <laughs> <laughs> like I know that punishment I know that punishment is coming somewhere in my future. I just you know, I don't know when and how, but he I always got the brute of all the punishment. He was that kid in the group. <laughs> He's using his
3: back as a keyboard stand, him getting knocked out by Scott with a judo chop. Half, Dude, half
2: that stuff is his idea, and he would never say no to these things. So he and just
1: I, yeah, I'm, I agree with you. He did <laughs> he did seem to sort of want to participate in that way. I'm not gonna. I mean, maybe whipping him with a with a wet towel was probably not, <laughs> not something that he signed up for, but. I do think that, like, you know, the judo chop I think he knew was coming.
3: (laughs) No, Yeah, I mean, well, he was warned several times.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was on this receiving end of one of those chops from Scott, dude. That shit hurt, man. Like, he would get you in the neck sometimes. Like, whammy, man. They fucking... The
3: battle would... it spill out into the front yard because Troy's parents got home. Yeah. Wanted in the living room to watch TV. So they're like, take your fight outside to the front yard. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stop the fight. Just take it outside, yeah. man. <laughs> well, I'm sure Jim was like recording it. Like, yeah, that's just like, Jim.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just well, he just recording shit like that. Yeah. And I guarantee you, like, they were less Like, this is just some dumb shit that they're doing anyway, these fucking kids. They you do encourage us, us so much man the amount of times i jumped off of troy's roof like <laughs> <laughs> you know like oh god uh, that was yeah that that like i said just jackassery that's that's what that bred i think at one point i watched one yeah. too many i watched cky one too many times and then i was just like yep I'm yeah gonna, yep. I'm gonna start ramming shopping carts into things don't <laughs> try this at home yeah, oh i'm trying mean? it at home <laughs> i remember doing stuff like uh grabbing the shopping cart and like roll like i would like have fake armor on and somebody pushed me through like the food pavilion on the east side and i'd just be like <laughs> whack i'd be like whacking at stuff like you know like, <laughs> dumb shit doesn't matter nobody nobody was actually ever in that place no, so. a, <laughs> no, I think all, that place is always desolate i remember stealing those golf balls uh there's like this one section of the golf the country club on the east side well maybe not just one but there's like a specific section that had uh, no fencing and you could like get right onto the green and so me and a friend Andy back in the day we would dress up in like a demon costume or something like that and we would wait for somebody to like knock their ball close we just run up and just like grab it and throw it in <laughs> the opposite direction hiss at him yeah exactly just dumb shit like that. Or like spook people there on was the fucking a- canal like <laughs>
2: <laughs> the canal was another way that you could get onto the country club because there's no fences between that little like pathway next to the canal and the country club. And Tony Fashold's lived right on the other side of that canal because his like parents were country club members. And they he, him. And his brother found this what they called a space suit, which was actually like a woman's snowsuit from the '80s, and it was like oh. this lavender <laughs> glitter color. Oh, wow. <laughs> and oh, wow. so Tony Fasholtz would put on this snowsuit in just in the middle of, like dead heat of summer, and they would just run around the golf course trying to just like fuck with these poor golfers. And to, like to, he jumped in the fountain at one point, which wasn't active because there was a drought. <laughs> and at that point, he just got too tired, so he just like floated there on his back in the country club, <laughs> the, like the country club fountain, just waiting, probably just trying waiting. to cool
0: off.
1: Yeah,
3: he's yeah, goddamn
1: kids. That's basically yep, privileged spoiled kids. We just had the run. I mean, that was the thing. It's like. It's, it was easy to BMX away from something from something like that, you know. Yep. By the time someone came it. running at you, you're just like, "All right, good luck catching me!" Ha ha! Just You're not gonna catch like
2: six different fourteen-year-old kids running in different directions through like a group of like neighborhoods and orchards, canals, like pump houses. You're not gonna catch them. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. gone.
1: There's one time I did get caught mooning somebody. Like that was that like that was an issue because so, okay let me tell you this story so this so like me and my me and a friend of mine back in the day Caden I sh- maybe I shouldn't name names all the time but I don't know <laughs> me, and my, me and my friend Caden we would go we would go to this youth group to just like fuck off like right like basically like my mom would be like my mom would let me go do that and so like it was at the free methodist church in Wenatchee that big ass like donut church over there and I yeah, can still do that. <laughs> I'd meet up. I'd meet up with uh, Caden and like a couple other people, and we would just like dip, dip out, and just go like fuck around in the area around there, and then just like dip back in near the end and be like, "Yeah, it was great," you know. <laughs> uh, but this, yeah. Anyway, oh my god, where was I going with this goddamn story? Anyway, so we were uh, we would meet up and yeah i know i'm sorry this hot i'm losing my that joint's <laughs> catching up with me now um yeah well, I'm, I'm just I'm on that. that story guys i'm sorry i'm sorry where was i going with it where are, where are we mooning these kids where I'm did we just, come I'm from on it. anyway we'd, we'd show up and we just like we just dick around and uh i don't know it was just never the story's never gonna finish i'm just blanking on where i was going with it to begin with
2: (laughs) what else are a bunch of teenagers gonna do like there's nothing for us to do so we're obviously just gonna go out and do stupid shit that was really fun
1: yeah i mean and potentially uh you know damaging to somebody's property yeah that that also had like it always had this edge to it like that depending um, on the statute limitations and that <laughs> <laughs> i remember dude i mean i remember like hiding in an orchard in the orchards with uh fucking ryan Wynn. and we would like <laughs> throw rocks at people like at night and shit like that God, <laughs> uh, <laughs> jesus not full on rocks. i mean like we throw like <laughs> eggs and stuff like that like i remember many... one time getting uh getting in trouble throwing a fucking egg at a dude in a truck and he just like stopped and got out and started yelling at the orchard you know he couldn't see us but he was like
0: where the fuck what are, are you, you?
1: <laughs> anyway i just remember where that old man was. yells at cloud <laughs> that pretty much was the situation so the story i was going to tell you was about mooning somebody and i remember that now and i apologize i forgot uh but <laughs> i was at this uh youth group function let's say i mean me and caden met up uh, as as usual and we kind of dipped out and this is at like some sort of golf resort or g- country club thing near malaga
2: oh yeah what's out there oh yeah i think
1: is it called three, three lakes, lakes? Three yeah. breaks, that's it yeah and so and so they were like the youth group had this whole thing going on at this like park area there and i was just like god damn it like why the fuck did i have to come here like so that was the other thing i never really like i kind of wanted to go to go dick off but like at the same time i was also just like not my seat, being around a bunch of fucking anyway not not yeah. my <laughs> seat. Uh, so i got somehow dared or like convinced like talked into mooning this person that was like at their house right next to the park and like they were just out like doing some <laughs> gardening or something like that. And so, like, I just like, I was like, okay, like there's like a, there's like 50, 60 fucking kids here. Nobody's gonna tell me apart from anybody else. So I walk <laughs> up and I just like drop trowel and just move in the fucking person. And then, you know, like after like lingering for a little bit, you know, ass out in the air, I like, you know, we just bolt and we just head like off to like Caden's friend's house who's like lived, who lived near there. And so we lay low for a second and then we came back. And the, there was two cops there, and <laughs> I walk up to this youth group function, being like, "Oh shit, oh shit!" Like, what happened, guys? <laughs> somehow, Yeah, like somehow this has got to do with me. Be like, play it cool, and immediately as I get there, like somebody starts pointing at me, and I see like people pointing at me. I'm like, "Oh fuck!" And so the cops come over, and they're like. Uh, you know, they, they start talking to me, like, did you, uh, you know, expose yourself to this, this person over here? Like, I was like, I just put my, like, I just put my ass out. And I was like, yo, I just put my ass out, officer. It's not a big deal. Like, who, have we all have butts. Like, it's not going to, like, it's gonna harm the person to see my butt. And then, like, the officer started explaining to me, like, well, son, you can't actually, uh, you know, you could be, uh, looking at a sex, sex offender registration. Uh, you could also be... He you just know, starts laying it on like if this person wants to press charges you can you you know you can like me charge with this or that and i'm just like starts i start quaking in my boots like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck yeah and at this point my parents have no idea which was like exactly how i tried to keep everything i did in the valley <laughs> so, so i was just like okay how do i like make good here and get to keep this like from bleeding out to my parents and so i'm like okay 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 listen i'm sorry like what can i do to make it up and the officer's like if you go over and apologize to that homeowner that's a good start so i go over there and i'm like ma'am i'm sorry like i didn't think it was going to be a big deal for you to see my ass and, Which wasn't <laughs> a great apology to begin with but then she goes it's, then she goes it's not that i saw it it's that my Young child was out playing on their toy, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" So it's like you know, like some little like toddler esque <laughs> child or whatever I was out there dicking around in their sandbox, and like got I a, got a, you know an eye full of my ass, which probably was pale <laughs> white at the time, but you know, it, you know it was probably jarring. It was probably a jarring experience. I'll say that. <laughs> but anyway, so I go, I apologize. It was sufficient enough, and then I go back to the you know the police, the police officers. We reopen that dialogue, and and they're like you know they just won't let up they're they're like they're like listen you can really get in some serious trouble for this uh at this point i'm not really by like believing them too much because it just seems kind of ridiculous but then they made yeah. the youth pastor come over and like was like are you going to take responsibility for the remainder of the situation and the youth pastor was like i don't really like barely even know this kid i see him like Sort of, <laughs> like, and the,
2: th- the thing is, all he had to do was say yes, and the cops would have just gone away.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> but people this, get so spooked around him this reasonably small, so. This is
1: this is the this is the the small the small town twist. Is that uh, basically the officers were like fine with the situation as soon as the youth pastor prayed over me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like
1: you, uh-huh. like, these these sins are. Are gonna weigh heavy or whatever you know, like, you know some bullshit. forever changing and, you and yeah and like and the, the, but that's how i got out of the situation i was like okay i was like <laughs> i jumped prayer. i jumped at it like the guy was like are you gonna are you like do you feel like bad for what you've done and like you know do you need to seek forgiveness and like i was just like yeah man yeah. I'm gonna go to confession you know, like, now. Like, like, <laughs> let's dive in. Let's like, let us let's, let's seek that fucking forgiveness. I need it now. <laughs> like, my ass needs it. <laughs> my ass needs it. Like I need fucking shaman. holy water. Be like, yeah. And so, anyway, I got out of that situation with the power of prayer. <laughs> power in, of in tells you. In case you ever find yourself in a situation where you exposed your ass to somebody else pray and you'll get out of it i'm gonna remember that, that that comes from a not a non-religious standpoint <laughs> I'm gonna keep keep that one in my back pocket <laughs> i might need that there's been a lot of good firsts on this up you know good good you've heard it here's first you know on this episode we have chris the, Gaines. Uh, yeah <laughs> Which is still probably the most remarkable. That's you know? certainly it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. he's coming back. He, he's coming
2: back, man. He's coming back. Man. He, yeah, that's right. He is.
1: He's coming back. Uh, he's
2: coming back. Yeah, he, that. He's. I'll bet you. He's been the harbinger of this like recent influx of new pop punk we've been getting too. Might be right. <laughs> like a lot of a lot of pop punk bands out there just like going off right now, and that that explains it. It's the return of Chris Gaines.
1: Blood is in the water. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs>
2: he smells it. He can it's smell done. it from three hundred yards away.
3: You thought the Return it's of the Jedi life. was something? <laughs> the return of the Chris Gaines.
1: <laughs> return of the Gaines. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, guys, I'm right. gonna have to cut this off here. It's been an hour yep. and forty minutes of beautiful laughter and fucking reminiscing, oh, and god, I man. really gotta say, this was a hell of a lot of fun, guys. I really appreciate you guys hopping on and doing this with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, it's been a blast.
1: To do it again. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say there's plenty more we could talk about. So anytime we all have time, I'd love to keep that open, that uh, invitation open to both of you guys. Because that's be sure, radical. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, we'll see if uh, we can
2: get some some more Schmouder members on here too.
1: That's what I'm saying. We gotta get some crew. Dusty, we gotta we gotta get you to somehow drag Rex over and get on get on one of these or something like that. When I and
3: I told him I was gonna do this, he was like is there a hotline i can call into oh my god
1: you have no idea how long i've wanted to do that for old heart like i've always wanted to do some sort of like hotline line that would be so fucking great but yeah I mean, he's like
3: donnie from queens wants to call in <laughs> what?
1: i would love it man. go with donnie from queens hey, it's, hey, it's me donnie <laughs> oh my god, oh god. alright guys well I like I said I really appreciate you both you guys are fucking awesome individuals and I appreciate you coming on here uh, I'm gonna yeah I'm just gonna hit I'm just gonna hit the stop record any last any, right. uh, any last words right. for either of you peace and a plethora <laughs> a plethora we got one Dusty what's your last word keep your stick on the ice gnar bones no, right?